good evening, good night, good morning, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to another edition of the Green Bridge Podcast. As always, that is AJ. He is the Green. I am Ken. I am the Bridge. We welcome the ball ossifer himself, Mr. Adam Greaves. Again, welcome, sir. How is it going? Man, I'm holding on. I just cool, a little bit banged up and bruised from the Easter Conference Finals, you know. <laughs> but we here. We here. It is true. Hey, AJ, how's it going, my brother? Try not to move too much so I don't sweat. Oh, me hot. Why do not have you? What was your temperature today? We hit, I know we hit like 90-something. Obviously talking Fahrenheit. We, we was in the 90s. Probably early 90s, but it was somewhere there. And, 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 in addition to that, where my wife currently works, they had a little hailstorm. So just imagine that. Yeah. Yeah, so exactly. that's, a, that's exactly. an interesting atmospheric thing that happens because for those of those of you who have never experienced hail, hail does not fall in the winter where you think that would be when the ice falls from the sky. No, hail is a summer phenomenon. When outside is hot, pretty much that's when the hail comes. I live in hail country, well, so I've come to understand uh, that very well. England England got be a little weird then. Because is England the only place that we can get all four seasons in one day? No, because okay, safe. Because I would like some of that maybe six Fahrenheit. No, we deal with Celsius, but I know maybe six Fahrenheit. <laughs> we, 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 we could do with some of that now because we got some days that hot like today and some lies like tonight. That because it cold, you could see it going on my little mm. my little fart. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, today we today we had a, a maximum of 80, but right now the temperature was say yeah. 66 degrees because we had a thunderstorm roll through in the afternoon. We have thunderstorms every day, every day for the next week. This this would make me think that I'm back home in the Caribbean where the rain is fall often. This is Colorado. We supposed to be the desert. This is not normal. Oh, but we need the water. We need the water badly. So I hear that. that. We will we will take it when it comes because that will hopefully help to dampen down some of this fire risk but as we're talking about fire right first off welcome everybody to the green bridge podcast fire come with what heat and it was a little too hot for boston in these eastern conference championship playoffs the boston celtics last week they were on the verge of a sweep when we were doing our recording and it looked for a moment as if that was what was going to happen but the Celtics, somehow they came back and they pulled it out in that game four when they defeated the Miami Heat 116 to 99, forcing a game five. And you know, they were saying, just don't let us get one, don't let us get game five. They won game five, 110 to 97. They won game six, 104, 103, and one of the most incredible endings of a basketball game you will ever see. If only Miami remembered how to box out, then that was going to be finished in six. But no, Derek White with his interesting hairline, and if I can call somebody's hairline interesting, you know about it can be. He <laughs> came skying through and put the ball in and gave the Celtics a one-point lead. Now they were saying, you know, is a one-game series. We're going back home to Boston, and everybody and their dog were saying the Boston Celtics were going to win this game. However, not, not this dog. 
maybe maybe not the dogs on this part, but some dogs were saying yes, this is Miami's to win. <clears throat> Even so much as you know, Charles, Mister Chuck himself, who always loves to give a guarantee, guaranteed that they were going to win Game Seven at home. Somebody needed to remind them that they actually had to play the game and didn't just listen to the press clippings because <laughs> they got blown out. They got run out off their own floor, losing by 19 points in a game seven. So, of course, you know, we it's always more fun to talk about the, the guys that lost than the guys that won. So we'll start here with the Boston Celtics. So, Adam, this question My goes brother. to you first. Which Celtics team is the real one? Because they had two blow losses in those first three games. Then they, sorry, they won two blow games. And they had four bad losses, including game seven. Now, AJ and I, we discussed earlier if this Celtics team was fraudulent when they were playing against Philadelphia. So, which Celtics team that we saw over these last seven games is the one that we're to believe? I, I don't like to answer a question with a question, but I'm interested to find out which of what, what did you both say on on the fraudulent Celtics or if the Celtics are fraudulent or if they're not before I give my tip. Could I quickly? To be succinct, so, so I could just chime in for a sec. We both said that they were fraudulent. Ken was a lot more further down that road than I am. He was, he was, ready, he was ready to die on that hill. I, 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 I didn't start off that way, but truthfully, as we were discussing it more, I was like, you know what? I'm going to lean in that direction. So I did end up saying that I believe that they are. I, I started off saying that it would, for me, be based on how that series went, but then I did end up changing my mood before we ended the discussion. So we, we both actually ended that one up. We both actually ended up on the same page, saying that they were fraudulent. Ken was just the leader of that of that mm. band, and I was the follower. AJ started out by saying that he he thought that they might not be, and by the end of his soliloquy, he talked himself around. I and did. then, really and really then when I said that I thought they were fraudulent and why, then he agreed with me. I am I am inclined to go along that line that AJ had. I don't know if I get taught myself wrong because I'm going to say this. When I think of a fraudulent basketball club, I think of the Philadelphia 76ers. That's a, that is a fraudulent basketball club. That's a, that's a club that's met you believe. Mm, maybe, you know, they could. And then, true to form, capitulate in the manner that they have been doing it for the past, what, now five years? Um, with the Celtics, the Celtics are more Jekyll and Hyde than I would say fortunate. And understand what I mean. Like, <laughs> one minute they look like they could be world beaters, another minute they look like they're the weak. Uh, they're, they're, well, not weak, but they're, they're young and inexperienced and, you know, and they're, they're infighting and such is the case. And, and that, that might cause the, the blowouts and what's not. Um, when they do look bad, they look bad. That's the problem. They look pretty bad because this series should have been done in in five at best. 
Yeah. Or at worst, or if you want to put it. <laughs> um, uh, I personally believe, I know we can speak about the Heat, but to the Celtics' credit, I think the Heat more ran out of steam in particular games. Uh, but we can come to that. Rather than the Celtics look jaw-droppingly good, because even in the blow games the Celtics had against the Heat in this series, the Heat weren't, particularly, weren't shooting particularly badly. And the Celtics weren't shooting great. The Heat just wasn't completing plays. But again, we can get to the Heat. The Celtics um, didn't shoot the ball well and pulled off blow, blow wins. But then once the Heat had the clamp on defense, the Celtics looked, looked remarkably ordinary. And that is what they tend to do as defensively well, Marcus Smart plays. He is a ghost when the when when you need he to clap somebody. And this is not just this season or these playoffs. Everybody can remember what Giroud do to he last year. Um or was it the year before? I think it was the year before. Um oh no, yeah, it was the year before because everybody can remember what Steph do to Heat in the finals. Um <laughs> Jason Tatum, you cannot be the superstar of my team. You cannot be a huge fan of Kobe Bryant. Casually wear a purple wrist, um, armband on your on your left elbow, just like Big Bean did. Rest in peace. Yeah, and decide that even though you're playing for these musty leprechauns, decide that you are going to casually disappear when your team needs you the most. And as for Jalen Brown, who does not, I repeat does not deserve that supermax that he want, that he feel is the only way Boston can show how much they want or need him. You ain't do nothing for that supermax yet, boss. You understand? So, so, so Boston make you believe like they are ready to be perennial champions. And you know, to, to, to dominate the NBA for two, three seasons, win two, three chips. And you can't even get to the hill and will win one because you will get an AC like Miami full of dogs led by the Wolfman himself, Jimmy B, who will beat the bricks off of you for the first three games. Slow down so that you actually look little, little, little decent in two of your three wins because you really should have lost in game six. But you're Jekyll and Hyde. You are a Jekyll and Hyde team. One minute you weak, you you, you but but smart, but got potential. Next minute you are a monster. So I won't call him fraudulent, but I'll call him a Jekyll. Okay. What about you, AJ? That sounds like you're saying fraudulent to me, though. <laughs> 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 Kevin, man, just described perfectly what fraudulent is without saying the actual word. That is that is good diverting, Adam. <laughs> You know, your argument has convinced me even more that these guys are fraudulent. It's when you compare them to the Sixers, right? The thing, and this is why I feel like your point actually strengthens that whole fraudulent discussion, because the fact of the matter is the Sixers have never really done anything. So as as much as we, as they build these teams and they've whatever, whatever, like, I don't think anyone besides probably Philly fans 
have much faith in the Sixers actually getting to a finals, even if they finish like top seed and they have the MVP in in Embiid and all that kind of like no one really expects that. With with regards to this, like the Celtics have actually been to the NBA finals. That's a, that's the difference. Like they're they're going to Eastern Conference Finals. They're going to they're winning the East. They're going to the NBA Finals. So I think that con- constitutes fraudulent more. But I, that was just to you back off for your point. Um, I didn't even remember what the initial question was. Sorry, were we just talking about the Celtics, basically? Yeah, are right, the Celtics real? So I was I was going on the, the correct line. Yeah, they are fraudulent. They are fraudulent, and like I'm, I I don't I don't want to. I'm not going to necessarily nitpick at like Jalen Brown, not Jalen Brown. <laughs> yeah, I am going to nitpick at him at Jason Tatum for last night because the the if, if that ankle injury is actually something serious, like it is not easy to to be playing on a, on a roll ankle. That like that's something. No, no, no. That's something completely different because with regards to like having to run and jump and everything, you always be cautious about landing and true. And it, yeah, it, 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 it does play on your psyche a little bit because you try not to injure it even worse and whatnot. But that aside, let me get to Jalen Brown. This man turned over the ball eight times. I don't even. I'm not even going to mention anything else. This man turned the ball over eight times. The rest of his team combined had seven turnovers. I don't. Th- I don't think anything else needs to be said about that, right? This, this, <laughs> this, the, the Celtics are not good enough, and this is this is. I I I kind of want to open this question for both of y'all to ask, but since I'm discussing it, I will give my answer and let what um, I want to hear what y'all say because it, it kind of spawned from another discussion I saw taking place in the chat earlier. It was basically talking about like should the like this should the Celtics still feel good that they were able to pull the series back to that or is it like still a disappointment to me it's still a disappointment it, I, like a huge disappointment even though you're down three and you wanted three i i don't give them any kind of credit for doing that and then going back home and losing in game seven none especially in the manner in which they lost because you can also tell that they gave up last night you can tell that they gave up at a, at a particular point in time <laughs> and god bless joe mazula's heart this man ain't ready this man is not ready. And we, we spoke about this ad nauseum, right? We know they handled the Amy Udoka situation badly. I I like I, I don't think Joe is necessarily a bad coach, but the man is just not ready. By the time I actually got to tune in last night, the game, I think there was like a five-point difference Miami was up. And Miami just started to stretch the lead. And the Celtics did absolutely nothing about it. There were no adjustments made. There was nothing that was done on the court, off the court. All that happened is that heads drop. That starts with coaching. And again, this is not to chastise Mazula himself. He is, this is his first year in this kind of situation. Hopefully, well, hopefully, I, I, I like to see, I like to see black men succeed. So hopefully, he could actually learn from it and become a better coach. But he was not ready for that type of situation. The Celtics, the Celtics, I would, I would have to say on the back of that. I would have to say that the uh, the most fraudulent part is the fact that coaching wise, they just weren't ready. And the, the men- mentality wise, mentality wise, I feel like if they had a bit of continu- that's the point. Yeah, but if they had a bit of continuation from like having Emi Udoka still this season, even after what happened last season, I feel like they would have been in a better place. Like I'm not, and I'm not trying to hark back on this excuse of oh they didn't get over it or like. 
that's BS. You need to get, you do need to get over it. But from the coaching aspect, I don't think Missoula was good enough at this point. And Jalen Brown turned the ball over eight times. Let me not forget that. Man <laughs> <laughs> turned the ball over eight times, though. Like for real. It was, and, a, it was it was it wasn't just the eight. It was it was how he turned them over too. Yeah, no, I know. I, I completely like, agree. I completely agree. I completely. The man didn't care. The man's decision making is not good enough. And, and to another, to, I'll just leave it off on this point that I was telling uh, uh, one of my other boys who's a Celtics fan. He was saying he feels like the Celtics need a third scorer. I don't believe that. I feel like these men really need, I feel like these men really need a facilitator. Because um, Marcus and is not it. And well, yes, yes. We, well, me and him, we both agreed on that point. A big for sure. Um, but he did not see the facilitator point. I I don't know how you look at this team and think a third scorer is the answer. You need someone that could do a bit more because yeah. like Ken and Justin been saying for the last few weeks, like especially Justin, like this team is just put the ball in, in Tatum and Brown hands and then see what they would do with it. But Marcus Smart ain't the answer. I, I, I... Sorry, Ken. Go ahead, Adam. I I I I only want to add that I wouldn't I wouldn't jump on on Joe too hard because of the first year thing, and I actually think he did quite well. You saw a lot of what Ime had used to do in Joe's coaching throughout the year, anyway. But he had little to no plan B, and once the when when the Celtics are rolling, even the ball rotationally, um. They like to play a false, a false cut and and kick um, a lot. And Jason Tatum and Brown love to do that. Uh, and if they if they if they cut, and you you didn't buy the the, the false cut, you just take it straight to your hole. But then if they're losing or if the game tough, is when you just really see the cracks. And yeah, just get just get Jason or get you a little ball, and they can make something happen. So there's an argument for not necessarily needing a facilitator, uh, but in the, but the coaching improving, if you understand it, the tactics improving. But they definitely need to convince Al Horford that you are not a starter on this team. Uh, Robert Williams the third is, or should be, you know. And I, I can pretty much agree with everything else. I, and, and granted, let me let me say I was not. Coming down hard on Missoula. I, I was just saying, he, okay. I think he was put in a very precarious situation for being yeah. being in his first year and having to 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 be pushed into that kind of situation with a team who just made the the Eastern Conference. Who were the Eastern Conference champs from the, yeah. the previous year? And like it, it was always like he. It was a baptism, baptism, baptism of fire. It was a baptism of fire. <laughs> he was learning on the job, right? So, and, and he was against a guru. He was against Spool. No. And he was. And he was. Correct. So like, and, you, and can't, you can't, you can't, you can't. Yeah, you can't. Furthermore, furthermore, I agree with your point mm-hmm. when you tell yourself this, boy. Look, the, the coming from Tree Love Dome, in that, then, as far as it's concerned, that was an achievement because one, you have a better roster. Period. So you shouldn't be treating Tree Love Dome. First place. So I ain't, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't, I don't want to hear no Celtics fan talking about, oh, we almost pull off the, nah, 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 outside of that. So we have a couple comments here in the, in the, um, 
in the chat. Kurt said that Smart is a smart option off the bench. Um, bot score. <laughs> I believe that's dumb. He's agreeing with everything that AJ said. He said what AJ described with the ISO ball is down to coaching. Miami has arguably one of the best coaches in the league, and Boston has a rookie from an experienced standpoint. And that is a hundred percent point. But there's also something that Boston does not have that Miami has in spades. And a lot of the other championship teams also have that they have not been able to establish at any point in time with the duo of Brown and Tatum at any point. And that is a culture. What is the culture in Boston? They don't have one. They don't have one offensively, defensively, it goes and it comes, therefore it is not there. They don't have a culture that they can fall back on when things get tough. What does Miami do when things get tough? They can give the ball to Jimmy or they spread it around to this plethora of developed and drafted players that can make a shot, that can drive to the hole and finish at the rim. They have players that they can use in different ways. You look at a team like Golden State, what is their culture? Their culture is based on loose, happy movement, passing the ball, everybody chipping in and doing their thing, riding on the back of Steph Curry. Boston, it is, as Justin has said, it's your turn, and then it's my turn. I'll give you the ball, and let you do your thing, and then you give me the ball, and I'll do my thing, and we can alternate our players on every you know, every possession. Just like what Dallas was trying to do with Luka and with Kyrie. Clearly, that doesn't work. If you look at what happened in the Western Conference, it didn't work for them, so it's not going to work for you if you come up against better opposition. To the point of the coming back from 3-0 to lose the series 4-3, Dom is saying that I disagree losing 4-3 is completely different to losing 4-0. And I agree. On paper, it looked absolutely different. But you know what's the difference here? You were the number three seed. You had the third best record in the NBA, better than the number one seed in the West. You came into this series... According to the basketball point index that ESPN put up, with a 97% chance to make it to the finals. To win, yeah. You to had win. no right being down 3-0. None. None whatsoever. And that was because of your own lackadaisical play. Your first two games was at home. There you go. You you <laughs> came out here with your, your own lackadaisical play, not actually applying yourself and thinking that you were just going to turn up and win. But guess what happened? Milwaukee did the same. And they got bounced in five. The Knicks can't look over anybody. But in, you know they had a lot of the New York media saying, oh, well, the, Knicks, the Knicks already have a path to the finals. You know, they just <laughs> have to they just have to get past Cleveland. Milwaukee is going to... Boston and Philly are going to cannibalize each other. They have a path to the finals. And they got bounced in six. You came thinking that this Miami team was a pushover and a walkover. You thought it was going to just go however you wanted to go. And you got him wearing so in the first three games. First two games at home, 2 0 game back to Miami. You should have never come out from in Miami in the first place. But to your credit, shots started falling and they, they were able to dig themselves out of the hole that they had put themselves in. But there's a reason why. 
in the NBA, the record currently stands at 151 and zero and zero. for teams <laughs> overcoming the 3 0 deficit. And that's because when you get to the playoffs and you're playing against better teams, it is really, really hard to win four games in a row. You can ask Denver, who just came through a slobber knocker playing against the Lakers to get that 4 0 sweep. The Boston Celtics know how to try to figure out how to do a four nils a four game run, having already shown their hand three games prior and lost. It was impossible. So when I see all of that, what do I what do I think of this 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 Boston team? Yeah, they're still fraudulent. I still think that Missoula <laughs> is a good guy to to keep around. Because the fact that he was able to get them to the Eastern Conference Finals with all of the upheaval, I'm not going to go through everything that I said last week. But I think that they should still keep him. And now they can look to the future. Because Jalen Brown, he was skip juice last night. And when it says skip juice, I don't mean skip Bayless juice. I mean, he would, you know, when you have a garbage skip, you turn your garbage bags into the into the skip, and sometimes you may got some liquid in it, so it's in the bottom of the skip, and you get the bags out, but the, the, the liquid is still stay down in there. He was skip oh. juice. That is skip juice. He was skip juice last night Ooh. with them eight turnovers. And Boston had no answer. They mm. had no answer. All right, so let me know. I've, I've gone off my soapbox. Let me see what's happening here in these comments. So Kurt says, Boston has a culture and he may got caught doing it. Face, turquoise covering eyes, hand, orange covering eyes. Okay, Kurt. Uh, Don't tell us that he's unjust. Boston was exposed, but bet your chips. Other organizations have the same type of situations without leaking. That, and that is a fact. And that is That's a, a fact. That is a fact. <laughs> In, in in multiple sport, in multiple sport. Sure. Boston huh? at home the entire playoffs was dodgy, and again, it's a reflection of the coaching to majority percentage. Your Boston after last night, I think their record at home for the playoffs is eleven and twelve. You can't yeah. win. You can't win series if you're losing games at home. You need to be winning your home games to make it easier for yourself in each um, series going for it. <laughs> Kurt tells me to pin it, clip it, put it on World Star. Skip juice. Skip right. juice. Yeah, you skip Yeah, juice. that's 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 that hot tip. Yeah, you need to hashtag that. You need to hashtag that, bro. Skip no juice. <laughs> so now that we've, now that we've um, talked about what happened with Boston, happy trails to them. The TNT boys sent them fishing. No, we are on to the ones that, as the caption of our show today, ticket punch. They punched their ticket to the finals. The Miami Heat. The question is pretty much the same. Which Miami Heat is real? Because we've seen the Miami Heat play very good in the first round when they, they dispatched the Milwaukee Bucks in five games. They played not as well against the New York Knicks when they dispatched them in six. But then when they played against the Boston Celtics, they played very well for the first three games. So they let all the air out, all the air out the tires in games four and game five. They played better in game six, and then they put in this monster performance in game seven. So Adam, which Miami Heat 
are we supposed to believe in based on what we've seen so far in the playoffs? The only problem the Heat have is, and I discussed this at basketball tonight, we get to all my, all my peeps that play basketball on Ballon, at Ballon on Tuesdays. Um, but we were talking about the Heat, and my, my fear for the Heat is going to be fitness. Not fitness necessarily, health. Because that's always, that's, 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 that's a, that's a worry for somebody like Jimmy B as well. But like, you know what I mean? Being able to keep up. Denver had nine days rest. Yeah. That could go against you as well. Um, as we've seen in the past, I think 2001 Lakers, and Alan Iverson stepping over Tyron Lou will remind us all about that in game one of those finals. But this Denver team is no joke. Um, so the heat, the real heat, is the heat that will beat the brakes off you, the heat that don't stop coming, the heat that uh, believes that everybody can will contribute here, um, the heat that don't have no egos. So I just laugh when people um, talk about Jimmy B's passion from an egotistical point of view because really and truly, like, take how Jimmy uh, responded to the report, reporter that said, uh, do you really think you would have gone this far with uh, all these role players? He was like, look, it's called, you, you call them role players, let's call them teammates. You know, that is literally the heat culture. Um, and I think that's the real heat. If that heat can snatch a game in Mulhai City, likely <laughs> in Mulhai City, for the first time in since 2016, I believe the stat statistic says that Denver has not lost a game to Miami Heat since 2016 in Denver. So if the Heat could snap that record uh, with the real persona we know, the one the, the persona that beat the brakes off of the, the Celtics in the first three games um, and the closeout game, that even though they weren't playing as well as they could have against the Knicks, they still pulled off a pull off win. Um, um, that stunned the Bucks. That's the real heat. Um, but if they run out of gas, they think that's the only problem the Heat have. Because the Heat been playing, the Heat had a had a charge similar to the Lakers to get into the plane, you know, to get into the playoffs. Um, so they they've they've been playing a lot of basketball, uh, but. The real heat is that heat that don't don't give up. That's the real heat for me. What about you, AJ? Which heat is the real heat? The ones that we saw in the wins or the ones that we saw in the losses? Yeah, I'm with Adam here because I've been a fan of this culture for, for a while now, which is why I, I, I've been advocating. Well, you all saw me in the chats basically trying to dispel this theory that, that Jimmy is a cancer or something like that. He was just at organizations that where he had to play with a bunch of jokers. And I don't mean Nicola. <laughs> I mean actual, like, these boys are in oh, he would He would love that. He would <laughs> love that. <laughs> That's another discussion for another day, but he probably would, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that the real heat, uh, the real heat, that real Heat team, that real Heat squad, that real roster is what we saw in those wins. Um, they're not a perfect team by any stretch. They are that team 
that Adam said that they would fight and scratch and claw and they would always keep coming. I, I kid you not, right? I still had the heat to win game seven last night, but in the back of my mind, I was like, I, 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 I don't know, boy. Like, just the fact that Boston had this momentum going back home. I know Miami, it, it, like, yeah, it's still Boston and they home. Like, Miami beat them there twice already, so it could happen. But even I, I'm saying that to say, even I was surprised at the manner in which they still came out and dominated the game. And and and, and this is from what I saw, basically, because I only got to tune in for the second half. But I didn't see the heat behind at any point. And then even being on the road, it made no difference to them. It was like a home court for them. They were just they were just doing their job. They were just doing what they had to do, and they played ball. Um, I I I think they'll be that same sort of team. I don't. <laughs> I want to. Uh, I well, you didn't put up the comment yet, but I don't know if if I um if I if I think they will lose in five. I don't know what Quincy promised them. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if yeah. I see a gentleman's sweep. I don't know if I see a gentleman sweep or a sweep. I feel like the the Heat could actually take a couple games off of these guys, but just just because of the doggedness. Um, but that's what I believe that they are, and that's what I believe we will see from them. I don't think that they're going down in a sweep or a gentleman sweep, but I do think that you know, I don't know, say the prediction. <laughs> Yeah, no problem. Because we come into that prediction. Yeah, session. yeah. But to the to the question that I had asked, um, which Miami Heat team is real? I think it's not even so much the team that we've seen in the wins. I can single a particular win, and that's last night's win. The Heat team that we saw last night, Game Seven, is consistent with what we've seen from the Heat pretty much all playoffs long. Jimmy is going to do Jimmy things, but it's not about Jimmy alone. Caleb Martin, I think that's his name. He is yep. the guy, he has been the gem unearthed in these playoffs this season for the Miami Heat. Because yep. when you see what that man has been doing, especially in his Eastern Conference Finals, when others have been there or not really there at points in time Kellen Martin has been the constant and then you have the likes of Duncan Robinson who in the past has been the three-point champion in the NBA you have all of these undrafted guys that I have seen develop um Kirk is saying that um Martin should have been the series MVP. No, he should not. I no, he... save us from the skip juice. Yes, yeah. that that is skip juice. <laughs> <laughs> that is skip. No, he should not. Mega, stop it. Go and drink some Listerine and wash up your mouth and spit in the spit in the toilet. Don't even spit it in your sink. Your dirty it will come out your mouth. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, so I mean. We we need to to give credit where credit is due. And that is that the Miami Heat they don't have a lot of names and they may not necessarily have a lot of players. Or when we say players, I mean like top level players. But what they have is a lot of heart. 
and a lot of fight and they're never going to give up as long as the game is there they're going to take it and that what they did last night to boston is something that denver has to be wary of because in that first quarter they, they finished the first quarter i think it was 29 to 15. and they i i was watching it all the way through the, the 22. Game. 22 15. 22 to 15. Yeah. I can remember because 22 is Jimmy B uh, jersey uh, when they were talking about it. <laughs> right, so 22 to 15. And every time that Boston thought that they could get close, that they could try to shave this down, they never got closer than five points on right. the Miami Heat. Every time they got there, it was a Matt Struess three. It was a Kid Martin three. It was a Jimmy Butler a Duncan. three. Duncan Robinson. And Duncan Robinson get chased off the three-point lane and driving to the home and laying it in. This Miami Heat team is a team that just keeps fighting. They just keep coming. They are not going to stop. And if you want them to stop, you have to put them away. So yes. I am very happy, personally. Many people that know me, know that I am a Jimmy Butler apologist. I will ride for Jimmy Butler because he rides for his squads when his squads are worth riding for. When they're not worth the effort, he will let them know that they're not worth the effort. It's not then for me to have to come in and say anything otherwise. So Jimmy, I'm happy for you, bro. I'm glad that you have gotten your squad to the NBA Finals. And we can talk about their Finals in a second. Yeah, the second time. For the second time. Second time. This, 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 can, this, heat team, this Heat team actually reminds me a lot. This particular Heat team. Not not, not, not even the, the bubble run. Yeah? The one in the, the run in the bubble. But see, this run reminds me a lot of our Arizona Sixers. The, the, the Sixers that... They had the law big names, but had men that was just writing for the cards. Them Sixers that 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 had Ray Allen to deal with in seven, had Vince to deal with in seven, and then had to face the monster Lakers. You know what I mean? So like this heat team, if the Dem if Denver don't be careful, this heat team might slip them and slip them a banana peel and they might be in trouble. This heat team for real. That is that is for sure. So before we get to making predictions and getting folks ready for the finals, there were some other tickets that got punched over the last week, and that's the coaches. Because, you know, the Miami Heat especially, they were like the Grim Reaper going through the playoffs because they, when they beat Milwaukee, Bud had to go. And then, well, I guess New York is riding on the high of making it to the second round of the playoffs. It's the first time they won a playoff series, probably since I was in secondary school. So they, um, they're they not going to fire their coach, but some people somewhere might think that they should. I know, well, we have people calling for Missoula's head, but Missoula, he seems to be sticking around. Um, Dom said that Miami are frauds. We'll probably need to bring you down and let's talk about that. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. But to these vacancies, some of the vacancies have actually been filled. We have Nick Nurse. He was the former head coach in the, at the Toronto Raptors. He has now been hired 
to take over in Philadelphia. He will be coaching Joel Embiid and maybe James Harden if Harden decides that he wants to come back or, you know, if he, if he doesn't want to have another jersey lifted in Houston. Um, then we have one of Nick Nurse's um, assistants, Adrian Griffin. He has also been hired. He is now going to be taking over the Milwaukee Bucks. So Adam, maybe look at these these coaching um, hires. How are you feeling about them and their fits for their organizations? I was really hoping that the Milwaukee Bucks were going to entertain Monty Williams. I was really, really rooting for that. Um, apparently, uh, as if, if you if reports are to believe. Monty wasn't interested um, in Milwaukee, apparently. Subject of correction, I could always be corrected. Uh, Adrian Griffin, I'm not too sure about. I'm, I'm not convinced. Uh, his, what, he, what he does do well, uh, if, if you do a little research, he was the catalyst behind the development of Fred Van Vliet. Um, as you know, how lovely he has developed He's also the catalyst behind uh, Kyle Lowry's um, improvement, of at least his outside shot and stuff like that. Um, but um, that's under Nick, uh, Nick Nurse, uh, who didn't really get as far as they're concerned. Yes, Pascal Siakam developed into the Pascal he is. But Pascal and Zeus. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm skeptical as to what Adrian Griffin is going to do for Milwaukee, led by Zeus. Um, and if he has enough guards or the type of guards to develop at Milwaukee um, to actually take some of that pressure off Zeus. Um, but I'll leave that in the air because it's, whenever you promote an assistant, you still have to wait to see what they're going to do because they know how the whole show to run. It's not a specific aspect of the coaching team. Um, Nick Nurse in Philadelphia, he has gone to oblivion. Philadelphia is like the Chelsea, the Chelsea football club of the NBA. He has gone to oblivion. Um, so I don't see... Nick Nurse getting much out of them. That's that's the gospel truth. I don't, I don't, I really don't see it. Um, I can be proven wrong, of course. And then he still got to deal with the James Harden situation, as you said, Ken. Um, he has a gem in Tyrese Maxey, though. And credit to like, 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 like as I gave credit to Israel Griffin with, with with regard to the type of young guards that flourish and thrive under Nick Nurse's tutelage and what's not. I'm very, very interested to see what Tyrese Maxey further develops into. But you need to get James Harden from around your place. I, I, I say that with no apology. Get James Harden from around your place. He is not winning no NBA rings. I don't want him to win none. Tell he go and form a strip club league. He can win rings there. But Nick Nurse... I don't know what you can get out of these Philadelphia Sixers. You're you're severed. You're 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 pension package secure. <laughs> <laughs> so AJ, 
Same question to you, and also Curry is asking the question about Harden to Houston. If there's any truth to these rumors, is there any truth to it? I mean, obviously he can be linked to go back because that was his old stomping ground in more than one, in more than one um, <laughs> sectors. You know, he loved both there. <laughs> And also because they, all, they now have what we all consider to be a proper coach. So, yeah, he could be linked back to down there. But I, I don't know. Does anyone know what James Harden wants to do? And speaking of James Harden, um, with, with regards to the initial question, right, Ken, I, I don't know anything about Agent Griffin. I don't know how he's going to do in Milwaukee. This is, I, I honestly, I, this is just something I want to see how it goes because I'm, I, I don't feel like I have enough data on him to be able to say that he could do a good job or not. Um, so I'll, I'll just kind of leave that there. I, I honestly don't know. With regards to Nick Nurse, this, is, is, this one is a little bit more intriguing to me. I still don't think this changes anything or it gives this Philadelphia 76ers a better chance of winning. I don't see them being a much better team because of it. I like Nick Nurse. And, of course, he's an NBA champion, so I'm not going to disrespect him um, that much. But I don't think I've ever seen him in a situation where he has had to manage and had to coach these types of personalities. So I'm a bit skeptical as to how all of this is going to come together. Like, Toronto wasn't that. Toronto was not that. And no, you're Even with Kawhi. Exactly. Even with Kawhi. Even that one year with Kawhi, when they, went, when they wanted, it still wasn't that. I know you're going to a team that is led by a man who's more interested in winning. A man who's more interested in winning the MVP than winning an NBA championship, and throws everyone else under the bus when things don't happen. So, I, 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 I'm not sure I have too much faith in that dynamic in that that unholy union. Um, like you said, Adam, it might be that he's gone into oblivion. I don't see this working. You know, I don't. I'll, I'll be damned if I'm wrong, but I really don't see this working to because obviously at this point hiring him is within in in view of like going further, winning the East and going to the NBA Finals at least, and and challenging for that chip. I don't see how this gets up any further because I I I mean as much as we we talk about Doc, right? One of the things that people the players always have said about Doc is that he's a few, a few, because there's still some dog detractors, but a few have said that he's good in terms of like being a, a personable and like a man, man manager kind of thing, if, if you will. Dickness might be that, but then on the court, the X's and O's part, it didn't work out. And I just don't know if I have faith in Nick Nurse to turn this shit around. I don't. I don't. It, it wasn't, the issue wasn't just Doc, it was that, it was that franchise. It was what Correct. they stand, it was that, that what they stand for. Um, the players' mentalities there. I mean, can, I know you know a fan of the whole trust the process crap thing. Like, it, it just it doesn't work for me. It does not work for me. Yeah. Okay. So here is where here is where my mind goes on these hirings. And like you too, I will I will start with Milwaukee. The best thing that I can say about Mr. Griffin is that he is an experienced coach. He has had a lot of years in the league, so he's not going to come in and give us a Steve Nash experience. He actually has been on the bench. He will know what it is to do, how it is to coach a team, to develop players, 
from that perspective, we will have to wait and see. I'm happy he's gotten the opportunity because there are plenty of assistants that go through their entire career and never get an opportunity to run their own outfit. He is going to a, a ball club that has expectations because they have Yanis. But they also have to do some work on their roster because Drew Holiday, he is 33. Um, Chris Middleton, coming off a bad knee injury, he's 32 and an unrestricted free agent this year. Um, they have a lot of older players on their squad. So they have, they have some work to do there. I'm interested to see what they're going to do. He can't be worse than Bud. So at this point in time, <laughs> going up for them. So Dominic, he, he mentions in the chat that Nick Nurse wasn't expected to win a ring with Toronto neither, but now we are here. That is true. That's, that's because of lack of egos. That's what I'm saying. No, you're dealing so, with a prima donna in Embiid. I'm sorry, I'm just answering Dom. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So no, I want I want to know what he mean by if if what what is I say? Like, tell 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 Dom put that in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dom. So um, Adam is asking you to enlighten him with exactly what he said that you took offense to, but in relation to Nurse at Philadelphia. Like, y'all, I'm also a bit ambivalent where this particular move is concerned. And the main reason for that, as you guys have all said, is the Philadelphia 76ers. What have we seen from Philadelphia to give us the impression that any coach coming into there is going to be good? We have Joel Embiid, who will get on a microphone and say that you know, he and James can't do it all, but thank God they can't do it all because they did absolutely nothing in the elimination game. They were up 3-2, <laughs> and then they got them all rinse out in 3-all and 4-3. They are no home. So it's a good thing that they couldn't do it all. What do you do with a Joel Embiid? What do you do if James Harden decides that, you want, that he wants to come back? Like you, I would like James Harden to vacate the premises. Regardless of where he ends up, just don't come out here. You know, as as, as the, say, the, the the old saying, you ain't got to go home, but you got to get on up. Oh, you got left here. Correct. <laughs> so, James Harden should be on his way to wherever. If it is Houston, I mean, somebody needs to ask Houston if they want him. But if it is Houston, well, go back there. If you decide you want to go back to OKC, go back there. We don't care. Just go somewhere. And if Jordan B doesn't like it, then he can leave too. Because really and truly, what are we what are we doing? What are we looking for? What are we paying for? As the question was asked in one of our chats today, do you want to say that you have a couple of good players that you're paying a lot of money to? Or do you want to have an NBA championship? What is your end goal? Your end goal, if it is a championship, it does not work how that team is currently constructed so Nick Nurse also has work to do where that team is concerned um, we will see we will see but I mean as much as we have criticized Dot Dot was not Skip Juice Skip Juice is what, what they would end up with if they brought in like a Mike D'Antoni 
because oh my god <laughs> they always struggle to play defense and then you bring in a coach that is mr antony because he doesn't play or coach any d whatsoever all right fellas okay uh, <laughs> oh so dom says adam that you said i should open a strip club which was uncalled for which was an uncalled for unprovoked response Well, 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 well. You could call James and let him know. <laughs> Dog, <laughs> we want me to carry to church. <laughs> yeah. right, so now we are on to the last topic of today, and that is in relation to the NBA finals, which begins on Thursday right here in the Mahi City. Unfortunately, your boy will not be going to any of these games because when I checked before the ticket price was ridiculous and we are going to do a little exercise here called what's the price today I am currently <laughs> on Ticketmaster to see what the price is for these NBA Finals tickets June 1 NBA Finals the cheapest ticket the cheapest according to, sports, <laughs> according to Ticketmaster, section 350. So that is upper ring, mm. row 14. So that is me. If I stand up up there, I will probably be clearing out some of the cobwebs that they have up in that <laughs> spot. That ticket, my friends, is $645. Oh, $645. Well, I mean... If you want a courtside ticket, there are two that are currently available. The cheaper of the two is $9,876. And the more expensive of the two is $11,450. So yeah, your boy will not be going to any of these games well, all right. because that is, that is a government salary right there for the cheapest, the cheapest court seat. And we're too much of a percentage of my salary to be said <laughs> Well, so, well, I, I just want to speak benevolence into our lives, you know. Uh, since I am the the the, the now uh, cherished third time tag along to the Green Bay podcast, when y'all become, you know, the Stephen A's and and uh, and these Salters and and the Chucks and and those walks of life, when y'all get invited to the NBA friends, just remember uh, a, a poor soul had crossed the pond. Because I can see the ticket prices beginning for me from seven hundred and eighty-five pounds. So I don't know if that's tax inclusive, <laughs> if that's a little bit extra because they're coming from a little bit further or whatever. But you know, one of these days we shall be, you know, courtside with mics in our hand. You know, saying, "I do." <laughs> that's true. For free. <laughs> so yeah, fellas. So. Well, we know that these, these finals are going to be highly expensive. They're also going to be some pretty good basketball. So mm -hmm. now we are asking the question. Well, 
does Miami stand a chance? Because according to the basketball power index, again, with ESPN, I mean, we probably know how much faith we should put in that. But they've given the Miami Heat an 11% chance to win the finals. Dom has said not a chance. Miami has. He said uh, Nuggets in five. He also mentioned might be four, but I'm sharing a recurring theme from the Western Conference Finals. Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Anderson, Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy Carter. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, fellas. Um, Ooh. You want to go first, Adam? Want to go first the, all the, night? Y'all, y'all got me opening the bottle like Gordon Greenwich all night. Okay, <laughs> that's okay. I can, I can deal with the new ball. I can deal with the new ball. <laughs> I, I like, I like, I like what Dom ended off there. Um, homage to undisputed. <laughs> uh, I, I don't. Unless two things have to happen for, for, for Miami to, to, to win a game in these finals. Two things gonna happen. One, the Nuggets gonna be off for at least two quarters in in that game. Like off. And Miami have to be lights out. Lights out. Like legit not missing. Um because the as though Miami are excellent at grafting and battling a la the New York series, <laughs> the nuggets are nowhere near New York. <laughs> so so to battle and graft with, with the nuggets where the Joker's averaging a triple double and we can reel off the we can reel off the stats. The Joker averaging a triple double and by the way, the most impressive thing about the Joker averaging a triple double is that he averages less than two turnovers a game. That's a that's a phenomenal stat, especially from someone that the ball literally passes through on eighty percent of the Nuggets play. Like Ken might say ninety. Uh, <laughs> uh, then you got Jim, Jamal Murray, who I call Mister Murray, the principal, who averaging what is a thirty a thirty fifty ninety first person to do that um, in terms of averages. And and over thirty points in the Western Conference Finals. Then you got who I believe is the the, the X factor in Aaron Gordon, um, and you still got Michael J, um, Porter Jr. and KCP. I I I think the Nuggets are too much. The Nuggets are too much. And when he, when he, even when I think about the hustle the Heat can put up against the Nuggets. Who you more than likely will send to deal with the Joker is Bam Bam, which still leaves Aaron Gordon, still leaves Michael Porter Jr., who can live 18 feet to the perimeter or 18 feet inside or both if he's um, AG50. And then Jimmy Began probably be the one tasked to dealing with Jamal Murray, but then there's tons of options for him to pass to and the Denver Nuggets uh, screen uh, roll is a beauty to watch. And the Joker is a wall. So you're infighting through that screen. <laughs> um, so I think it will be too much. And if the Heat snatch one in Denver, we might have to lower our eyes a little bit and say, um, but I don't, I don't, 
those two things got to happen. One, as I said, the Nuggets have to play badly for not one, but two quarters. Uh, myself and Ken discussed this a couple of weeks back. Um, but the Nuggets tendency to, you know, falter in one quarter um, of, of games. But if they got to play badly in at least two quarters in our game and let Miami, Miami go in there, so. What about you, AJ? What chance does Miami have in this? Um, I'm I'm glad you put up Dom's comment there, because mm-hmm. um, that is one thing I was going to to make mention of my little diatribe. I think that if 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 there is any way for this to happen, or the reason why it would happen, it would it would be because the Nuggets are so damn good and they have had enough rest and time to recoup. However, I just don't think it will happen because of the doggedness of this Miami team. And this is not to... Adams, Adams sort of did a whole more of a tactical breakdown in his analysis. I'm not even going that route. The thing is, right, I just don't feel like this team is getting swept. Um, again, I could be wrong. I, I, the... the the manner in which the Nuggets, I mean, I know it looks really good on paper, the fact that the Nuggets dispatched the Lakers in four. The Lakers do not have anyone that could have closed out those games. It, it wasn't like Le- LeBron is at the age where he couldn't do it. It's not Anthony Davis, and there was absolutely no one else. And there were some close games where if they did have a closer, they, they could have put more trouble uh, on the Nuggets. I, I honestly believe that. I think the difference is here that, that Miami does have that sort of player or mainly one player obviously but they have that sort of roster and mentality that could like if a game is tight they could eke something out which is why i feel i i and this is what dom said before right when nuggets win the last 10 against yeah yeah I, I i get that i get that but still um i'm just not convinced that they, that they get swept even with a gentleman the gentleman sweep, I still feel like they get one more. I know Dom, Dom was was um, <laughs> criticizing my pick before because you heard me allude to it and basically saying it was a safe pick. But I feel like it's 4-2 to Denver. Though. I, I just feel like that Denver is going to not not necessarily sl- – I don't want to make it seem like slip up per se. Adam, I kind of agree with what you said. Like They have to be bad for a couple quarters, and they there are um, – they have shown like so a little some chinks in the armor every now and then, and I think Miami could capitalize on it for at least a couple of games. One of those being in Miami. So, <clears throat> to Dom's point here, he said the Joker is a zone glitch because you know the Miami one of the things that they did that perplexed the Boston Celtics, I don't know why, <laughs> is that they played uh, a two-three zone that had Boston. Unsure how to move, how to move the ball, and what to do on offense. I don't know why that was such a such a difficulty for them, but hey, maybe it's because I'm watching at home and I'm not on the sidelines coaching. Nah, fam, that two three zone carry straight back to secondary school. I can't believe Miami was doing it and it was working. <laughs> <laughs> and not just working, but working very, very well. So yeah. now we, the the Miami Heat they're coming up against the Denver Nuggets. No. This whole question of rest versus rust. It comes to every single time when one team is playing constantly and the other team has been sitting at home waiting to see who they're going to be going up against. However, I do not believe 
that there is much chance for Miami to win game one here in Denver. And if I, and and it's because it is here in Denver. If this game is playing in Miami, Miami has a chance because Miami is playing at sea level. They're coming here and playing at 5,000 feet above after going through a seven-game series playing against the Boston Celtics. The amount of running, the amount of miles that they have on their legs already to come to Denver is going to be problematic. They have not won here, Adam, as you have said, in the last seven years. <laughs> They've not won here in the last seven years. There's no way that the, that the first thing they're going to win in eight years is going to be on Thursday. It's not going to happen. You remember I just told you about the cost of the tickets at Ball. Regardless of how much money those tickets cost, as as um, Dom said, 645 of Joe Biden dollars or 785 of the Prince's quid, Ball <laughs> Arena is going to be hopping on Thursday. I have had the... I have had the, the the blessed opportunity to be in ball both for a wins and one loss. I have sat up in the nosebleeds because that is where my pocket can take me. And I had a good friend that took me to four rows off of center court. So I've been top and bottom. I've been in ball and I have been there when it is a full-on party. Boss, listen... The noise that is going to be coming from ball, TD Garden gets loud. The G Madison Square Garden gets loud. But this thin air, this altitude, is going to make them think that there is an army sitting in the stands and screaming at them all game long. Denver has been waiting too long for an opportunity to play in the finals that they are going to let themselves down in game one and it is going to carry over into game two if miami is going to win a game in this series they're going to have to do it at home they will have their fans is going to have to take them to the line in game three but to your point adam where the nuggets will have to you know let themselves down in two quarters they have not done that all playoffs long they haven't done it all season long, really, to be really and truly. Well, no, that's not quite true. Because when they went to the Chicago game, they just couldn't get the ball in the hoop. That tends to happen when the Nuggets are playing. They, they play very well, usually for two and a half quarters, and then they may get in the third quarter and things go period. Yeah. Or they, it doesn't happen in third, and then it goes in fourth, and then they can't score the ball. I don't see that happening here. Because the way how the way how Denver has been playing, Denver has too much size for Miami. That's the first thing. Because as you said, you have Jokic who's a seven footer, you have Michael Porter Jr. who's almost seven feet himself. You have Aaron Gordon who's six foot enough. That's ten or eleven, ten. There you go. So you got three very tall men. And Bam is the tallest man on the heat and he's six foot nine. So how is Bam then going to be the one to affect the game in the way that Miami is going to need? So we we don't know. And when they decide 
going back to Don's point about the zone. So Miami love to throw that zone at you to try to confuse things. But the way how Denver plays is that there's a lot of movement. There's a lot of cutting off the ball. And if you have a guy who is the best passing big man of all time, running your point from the center position, who can stand at the top of the key and see where everything is happening, how everything is moving, and know where the men are going to go before they even take a step, that zone is going to have problems. It's going to have lots and lots of problems. Which is not to say that Miami has absolutely no chance because, you know, somebody could turn an ankle. Somebody could you know, <laughs> get sick. Things could just like go really, really badly and all of a sudden they can't score from the perimeter. Anything is possible. But it's, this right now, honestly, this right now feels very much like what we saw with the KD Warriors when they were going into the finals, where the only thing that can stop them is themselves and injury. At this point in time, the most this series goes is five. And I'm going to that parade whenever it happens. I'll be taking, po I'll be taking photos and video. I'll, your our social media will be hoping that day because we will have lots of footage to put up from whenever and wherever that victory parade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure though, for sure. You should do that. But let me let me respond to Dom real quick, right? Dom, I'm not no, none of us are saying that these men stand a chance. Even I'm not saying that they stand a chance because they can win two games. I'm just saying and and I realize that I didn't even mention this in in my analysis. I have a lot more faith in sport than I do in any of the other coaches that the Nuggets face so far. That it, it kind That's of comes a down to great that. point. They, they, they dropped two games to Monty Williams. Monty Williams is not a bad coach, but we know he had his shortcomings with regards to like getting over the hump, right? Cool. They, they even dropped one to the Wolves. Yes, they swept the Lakers, but let's not forget that they did lose games this playoff. They did. They dropped one to the, to, to the Wolves, who are absolute crap. Miami are a better team than any of these teams that they're about to face. I feel like Miami, with the head coach of Eric Spolstra, can win at least two games. Do they stand a chance to win this series? Absolutely not. I would be completely surprised if this goes beyond six games. But I think Miami can take two. That's what I'm saying. My AJ, my, I can't agree with you on one point you met there. Miami ain't a better team. Miami's not a better team than the Lakers. Miami's... Miami's Probably a better team, a, a better team than the than the Heat, because a, 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 bit, a better team than the Suns. Sorry, because because the Suns ain't deep. But but Miami had what the Suns got, um, and yes, the T Wolves is trash. But still, the T Wolves had Ant Man, had Monkey Cat. Had that stupid Frenchman. <laughs> but you know what I mean, so so. Miami, I ain't sure. I ain't sure. I ain't sure. Miami got to get one of them games in my high, in my high city. I have to get one of them. Have to. I don't. I don't necessarily see them going back because I think I think they're going back home. I honestly think they're they're possibly going back home down too, right? To be very fair, I don't think they get either one of those games in my high. I I really feel like they're winning one at home at least, and then if they win that fourth one. 
if they win that three and four and tied up, I'll, I'll again. I don't see them taking two back to back games against Denver. But if it happens, that's the only two. I'm saying I'm uh, I'm saying either way, they're winning one. They're winning one in Miami, and then the second one, at least one, is either two there or one there. And then when they go back for that game five, then they take that one. I, I'm saying that that is the most that can happen for me. I just I just I'm not ready to give up on. And I, yes, I think they're better than your Lakers. I do. I do think they're better than your Lakers. What you want me to say? Listen, I I. I I think you all did well based on the fact that that team was constructed later on in the season, but it's getting to it was yeah, getting yeah. to a, 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 a head where Ron Ron got showed up in terms of that that that, that the entire age factor. Like it it it. Well, it yeah, I seen you. You you're in a, you're in a young spring chicken. You can't you can't run all the way down to the end of the regular season to get into the plane and then run from the plane all the way to the finals and expect to win the chip. But you you could. But you can you can put a wall, and they did. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Ray and Dom is saying that Marty also had Devin Booker at the peak of his powers. KD the unstoppable, and the Nuggets dismissed those. And then, yeah, KD, got, KD yeah. got traded to this team halfway through the season, and they gave up so many pieces that made their team deep to get him. I don't like I as much as I was telling Ken before it's, that it's KD dog. Yeah, but still, yeah, but it's, yeah, exactly. And they and they couldn't the, the Suns couldn't play a defense, and they still won two games. That's the point I'm trying to make because they did have a score. Like I get it, the, the Heat are a more complete team though. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't like they don't have a KD on the team. I get it, I get it. But but let let, let me put it in terms of coach, coaching again. Who's a better coach, Eric Spoelstra or Monty Williams? Oh, come on, man. Stop it. Exactly. Come on, point. now. Exactly my point. This is the... We're talking, <laughs> about, we're talking about this AC who went through the plane to, to dismiss teams on their own terms. Yeah. The, Ex, Eric, Eric Spoh is a better coach than Mike Malone? But that, well, that's my point. And I'm still giving the Nuggets the win, but I'm just saying Spolstra is good enough to be able to make some adjustments here and there to take at least two. That, that's what I think. That's what I'm saying. Two games off of this Nuggets team? I'm sorry, Ken, to prolong it. Come on, man. Ken, Two Ken, games off. Both no. they, they all say five, right? Both they all say five, right? At, at best. best. <laughs> <laughs> I, ain't even, I ain't even vexed with that. I ain't even vexed with that. No, just, you remember me? more you, of a heat believer than, than I realized. Fair enough, but you, you, you remember, you remember, dog, you remember the LeBron Cavs that I think the first one, the one, the one with Kyrie that, that faced KD? It, that's the one that gets sweet, right? Or them them had five games. Can't remember. Um, but it was it wasn't more than five. So once the once the Warriors had added KD, the, the monster that was the Warriors, it was licks. So this 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 Nuggets team looked like licks. So it's just licks. Whoever come in licks is last. Yeah, but I, I ain't taking that son's point though. That son's team get constructed late. And like as, like I was saying, like I was telling Kenneth. The like, Lakers won too. <laughs> but your team is your team was running on the back of a 38 year old guy. Well, it's only obvious you were ready to compete. I mean, Jimmy Butler's a different sauce. But look, I, I, I and I know, I know. Even if you all don't do it, I know Dom can come and do it. If this game, if this series finishes in five games, Dom is not going to let me forget that I said six. But ever, just, ever. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. At the end of the day, we're all we're all agreeing. We're all agreeing that the Nuggets are going to win this series, right? We we are mm -hmm. talking fine margins here. I just want to give the Heat the benefit of the doubt. It has nothing to do with disrespecting the Nuggets. It's more of 
I have more faith in this Heat team because I guess because too at, at the start of the plane, I I I honestly said that this Heat team wasn't going to go anywhere. I didn't think that any team who got through the plane was going to go far, and they proved me wrong. Well, they they proved me wrong against it, but I think I, I had them getting knocked out in the next series. Listen, they've been proving me wrong. They might even prove me wrong here and only make uh, get the one game for sure. But you know what I. I'm ready to go to bat for the men for a little bit because I think they've earned it, in my opinion. Okay. I will say, Ken, before you, before uh, uh, Adrian, we did say last week that the Heat was going to put to bed the Celtics, and look what happened. So, uh, sport is a funny thing. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 feed them, they feed them a little energy drink to whoop them again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they gave them they gave them hope to snatch it all away. So we will see. We will see what happens in these playoffs. The one point that I that I had thought of that I did not make before was that, you know, Denver their their biggest issue had always been defending because defense had been their Achilles heel. They could always score, but they weren't very good defensively and they have cleaned that up in these playoffs where their defensive application cannot be second guessed so we will see what happens come thursday thursday is game one i think saturday is game two and let me get that for you very quickly the final start on thursday yes yeah, sunday 6 p.m in the mountain time zone 8 p.m eastern that is game two game three is wednesday game four is friday and then it is every other day if needed yeah, if, if, well, no, that's not true. Game six is three days after game five. And then game seven, if necessary, is three days after that. But we do not anticipate that this series goes past five games. Adam and I, AJ says it's potential that it's going to, <laughs> it's going to go to six. Dom says that, that AJ is consistent here. I hope he wear a clone hat when it is done. We shall see. We shall see. But we will be right back here again next week. Because by the time we record, two games will be in the books. The series will be shifting back to Miami. And we will know if well, if one team is up or if it's all tied up. We shall see. But I have confidence that the Nuggets, their intention will be to win it on their home floor. And if they don't win it on their home floor, then they win it in Miami in four. So... We shall see how it goes. So, Adam, before we, as we close this out, just tell the folks where they can find you. Well, the philosopher 5 on Twitter. Um, remember, 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 before you look me up, to definitely smash the likes. Make sure you subscribe. Even hit the little bell. For these boys, these brothers of money, Green Beach Podcast. And... Continue to you can watch back all of their content as well, all the nonsense that they like to talk sometimes, and all the great takes that they have. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. AJ, it's been a pleasure as always. We are back here again next week. As I said, we will be with you until the end of the NBA Finals. At least then we'll see how much longer you want to go before we take a break because we've been going strong since. August, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. yeah, so a break is needed, fellas. A break is needed. We will take a break soon enough. But until then, we thank you for your time. 
We definitely want to thank those of you who chimed in in the comments. Dom, Kurt, our usuals, we, we love having you with us. Your comments is why we do this live. We want to be able to interact with you. So anyone who is watching, anyone who is listening, you know, come join us here on Tuesday evenings, 6 p.m. on the Mountain Talk, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern, 1 a.m. in London, where Adam is. So... <laughs> We, we thank you as well for staying up with us and time is far spent so we are out of here so as always that is AJ he is the green I am Ken I am the beige and we will see you next time